Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And certainly uh, one part of our community that's so important uh, that we uh, depend on every day, maybe even without realizing it, uh, because you don't even need to have tickets uh, to fly to be dependent on some of the freight and other things that come through the Colorado Springs Airport. So uh, today we're so pleased to focus on the Colorado Springs Airport, which provides a travel experience that prioritizes friendliness, safety, and comfort. In the words of their marketing gurus, you can enjoy speed and convenience of an airport, a small airport, but with options on daily nonstop flights and hundreds of connections worldwide. It was also named one of the best workplaces by the Gazette in 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. The airport uh, says it's committed to delivering exceptional service and a warm welcome to all of its passengers, making your journey memorable from start to finish. And there... That's a great warm-up, isn't it? We are so pleased to have with us Aiden Ryan, Marketing and Communications Manager for the Colorado Springs Airport. Aiden, welcome to the show. Good morning, Shannon, and thank you. You it's bet. To be here. Well, and I, I am always pleased to support the Colorado Springs Airport. I think uh, what you're doing out there has just enhanced uh, travel opportunities for all of us living here in Southern Colorado, not just in Colorado Springs, but uh, um, a lot of points south and west and east, and it really makes it a lot more convenient. And speaking of all those people who have been traveling, it sounds like uh, that's been setting some records. Tell Tell us about that. Yes, absolutely. So um, last year we thought, or the year prior, we thought that we had hit our milestone year. And then this last year, 2023, we um, absolutely hit that record plus some. And we were about 10% over year over increase in our total annual passengers which our employments were just under 1.2 million, which brings it to just under 2.4 million total passengers coming through the airport. And that reaches a milestone record year of 24 years has been the last time we've been that high in passengers. So pretty incredible. And we just really, um, it's a big shout out to our community, all of our community partners. And as we've, um, really enhance the business community into traveling more, uh, utilizing COS as well as our tourism. It's become just such a anchor point, point for Colorado Springs for that travel to and from our location. So it's been wonderful to see. We're definitely uh, applauding that success uh, because, you know, that helps uh, prop up the economy here in Colorado Springs uh, but and also makes travel uh, a lot easier for those of us who do choose to fly by air um, or <laughs> I should say travel by air. If you're going to fly, you better do it by, by plane. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about what an employment means. So is it departures only or arrivals only or uh, how do how do you count that what counts as an employment an employment is someone boarding and leaving from here so it's and not so, someone who's just got a, a touchdown uh, layover right correct and with um, Colorado Springs we actually don't have layovers um, all of our 
So we do have some throughputs um, on Southwest, and we do have load factors that count for those, um, but the implements that we track are those who are boarding from Colorado Springs and leaving from here. So with hitting such a high point uh, with employments, uh, where does that leave us for 2024? Are we inevitably going to slip or what does it look like? Yes. So looking ahead, um, January seats um, were up 13% year over year. So we are continuing to grow and which is awesome to see because January, February, beginning of March are really those down months, especially for air travel. Um, as people are kind of recovering from the holidays and businesses just getting into um, the following year. So we're still seeing high seats as well as high load factors. And Q1 seats are currently up for up 16%. And for the summer, we're looking up to be um, 6% year over year. And so we're pretty excited to see that. And what we look at probably the end of the year, we're going to be up another about 6 to 10% in total annual employments. Um, but more to come on that because we are definitely hitting our numbers already. So we're pretty excited to meet and exceed all of the expectations we're setting for 2024. So I know we're going to talk about it throughout this hour of conversation, but uh, when you grow like that, usually at, at some point, whatever you're talking about growing, like, you know, traffic on the roads, you, you end up with more congestion and maybe some more headaches. Uh, has that been the experience or, or how is the management of that growth happening at Colorado Springs Small Area, at Colorado's Small Airport? Yep, so we've been experiencing it a little, um, but we have been able to get ahead of it quite a bit. So earlier in September, um, we actually did a queuing project which expanded our queuing line. So then um, that by expanding that area, we're able to get our passengers through that security line faster and more efficiently. And so we've seen our times um, be really low in getting through this security checkpoint, even during peak travel times as well as the holiday travel time. So that has been great to see. And then with our um, parking, parking is always the question, right? And during the normal year and peak year, um, peak night days, we've seen short-term hit its maximum. And then during holidays, we've seen like holidays such as like Christmas, Thanksgiving break. Um, we've seen short-term and long-term hit their max, and we've opened up overflow parking. And so we have now three overflow lots um, that we are continuously improving on just as we expect our passengers number to grow and that those lots to be utilized even more. Yeah, it, it, the, the more conveniences that we have here in Southern Colorado, the more I think people smack their heads and say, oh, this is such an easy and better alternative uh, other than um, trying to hit that flight out of DIA. Uh, let's uh, take a break here. Before we go to break, Aiden, can you present our listeners with where they can find out more information on some of the things we're going to be talking about? Yes, if you go to flycos.com, um, there is a number of tabs there from anything of where we fly to information on our new up our current construction project called Elevate COS 
And um, that's where all you can find all of your information. So again, that's flycos.com. Great. Our guest today, Aiden Ryan, Marketing and Communications Manager and, and Marketing Guru, let's be honest, for the Colorado Springs Airport. We always appreciate talking to her and learning what's happening with the state of the Colorado Springs Airport. We need to take a break here. You're listening to The Extra on KRDO News Radio. Welcome back to The Extra. And our guest today, Aiden Ryan, who's been joining us. Uh, she is the Marketing and Communications Manager for the Colorado Springs Airport. And we've been talking about, oh, these uh, new records that it seems like uh, the airport keeps setting and then the goal line is moved, as they say in football. <laughs> oh, So let's talk about the air service, because I think part of it has been the expansion of, uh, well, the arrival of Southwest Airlines and also expansion of some of the other air carriers to new routes. So let's talk about what carriers are there operating out of COS and and what sort of routes are on tap. Absolutely. So we're excited to say that we have six carriers um, operating out of Colorado Springs Airport, which include American, Avello, Delta, Southwest, Sun Country, and United. So we really have the top players in the industry, which is great to see. And we are now up to, if you include our seasonal routes, um, we're up to 14 um, non-stop cities or destinations that you can fly to um, from Colorado Springs Airport. So we've seen incredible growth. And a handful of these cities, such as like Chicago or Dallas, um, we have two options. So like D- Dallas Love Field or DFW, um, when when you go to that Dallas area, so there are options in a few of the other cities. Right, right, and 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 having like a route like uh, Atlanta was a new route that was added, right? Yes. So we do have a lot of new routes that have come online. Um, we had Atlanta this year, as well as Ooh. Long Beach and Burbank. <laughs> Burbank is re- is um, continuing this year as a seasonal route, and then we're also super excited about um, BWI, which is Baltimore, Washington, D.C., which is coming online in June, which is one of the most sought-after routes um, from our Colorado Springs community. And that will get our local community right into that Baltimore area, as well as direct access to Washington, D.C., which I know is a bit has been a big ask for our DOD military and space industry leaders. I, I was wondering about that, given that uh, so many who might be coming out from, uh, you know, headquarters in Washington, D.C. or or what have you, and, or trying to make the trip between the two. And uh, this will uh, make that route uh, direct and, and easier. And uh, you can see the popularity of that. Um, so that route, who's that being, uh, who's offering that? And that will be on Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines. So uh, you say it starts in June. Wouldn't it be fun to be on that inaugural flight? Do do that? Does is that something that happens where a lot of people start booking just so they can say, "I was on the first flight out of Colorado Springs direct to Washington D.C. or to Baltimore." That is absolutely a thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's just a thing with Southwest or other airlines as well, but I remember when Southwest first started in Colorado Springs and we had all these inaugural flights that um, started within just a couple-day period, and we met a lot of people from either that city or from our local market 
who actually seek out inaugural flights and they collect the like whether it's a coin or some sort of swag that says that they were on the first flight and they will continue to fly throughout the year just to hit those inaugural flights. <laughs> That's fun. So we heard some great <laughs> stories. <laughs> That's fun. And so you mentioned uh, flycos.com is a great place to go for information, but also your social media game is pretty uh, pretty up there. Uh, in fact, I think it was this week that we saw the Colorado Springs Airport. Uh, you had a a big, uh, I think it was a triple seven that you were, um, I, I guess, was doing some uh, short finals, they said. It was a triple seven, right? Uh, XFT. I don't know what that means. It's an X. It's a Boeing plane. And it was doing some, uh, I guess, some uh, touch and goes or something uh, here in Colorado Springs. And uh, th- to have that on your social media feed was really fun to see, and uh, especially with Pikes Peak in the background. Yes, we have. We definitely, on our runway, we have that perfect Um, Pikes Peak background in the background of those photos. So it's definitely fun to um, take photos out there. And yes, our social on Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, as well as Twitter is very active. We have a phenomenal social team and our comm center as well provides a lot of the photos from down on the airfield. Um, We even had one the other day on one of our security cameras that an owl was sitting right on the camera. So (laughs) he had a close up, which is fun. Um, And so, yes, we have have a lot of different activity that happens at an airport. It's not just um, passengers flying in and out. It's everything from, like you said, with the Boeing 777, um, that is a test plane through Boeing. Um, And oftentimes they will come and utilize our runway specifically for the elevation um, and being able to do touch and goes and make sure that um, their testing, whatever their testing um, is, um, is maximized in that location. Um, we also had um, an Air Force One type plane that was doing testing the week prior. And so there's just a lot of different activity that happens out on the airfield that a lot of um, the regular kind of population just wouldn't really necessarily see or know about. Right. I, so I think we did have we did have some uh, listeners who were reaching out to us saying, "Is Air Force One in Colorado Springs?" We knew it was, and be- I mean, not the Air Force One uh, because uh, the the president wasn't expected here. But um, it, 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 we did get some calls about that. I mean, that's the nice thing is sometimes uh, the visibility of the Colorado Springs Airport too. People know what's going on. Uh, it's not like uh, you know. Our neighbors to the north where, you know, DIA is so far separated really from the rest of uh, where people live. Uh, but we, uh, not to put down our neighbors to the north, it's just a different experience, right? It is. And what's fun about being a small airport is when, when for example, when CARDIO calls us and asks us, like, what this plane is because viewers are calling in asking, we're able to f- locate and find that information pretty much instantly. We can also, even my team has access to go out onto the airfield to take photos, um, to have those conversations in the comm center. And so we're able to track down information, get it to our viewers, our listeners, and just to our community and be able to interact on a real personal level. 
Right. And and speaking of how the airport is really integrated with the community, we need to take a short break here. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the enterprises that are going on uh, that may be air related, may not be air related uh, out there at uh, Peak Innovation Park, as well as uh, what else is going on with the airport, because uh, we know there's uh, construction uh, that's also uh, going to be taking place. Uh, that and more when the extra continues. Keep on listening for our second half hour of our show right here on KRDO News Radio. Welcome back to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And we're talking today to Aiden Ryan, who's with the Colorado Springs Airport, serves as their marketing and communications manager. And we've been hearing about uh, so much involving uh, growth and new opportunities and new routes to fly uh, and new ways to travel out of Colorado Springs Airport. Uh, But with that growth, well, it's nice to know that there are some improvements coming that will make the airport easier. We'll talk about that with Aiden. Aiden, tell us about Elevate COS. Yes. So um, last year, um, we started our three-year modernization program, and we coined it as Elevate COS, as what we're really trying to do within this modernization is elevate our current amenities as well as our ADA and create a sense of place for all of our passengers. And so with our Elevate COS, we're nearly done with phase one. Um, We have opened up new bathrooms on the concourse and we're updating currently the hold rooms, new flooring, et cetera, um, and, and addressing other aging infrastructure. With this, we'll just be an absolutely incredible terminal. Um, I am so excited. And our concessions as well will be opening up their um, new restaurants as these phases phases continue. And they're doing a capital remodeling project of their own within those concessions. And so we're really excited to see these improvements. Um, A lot of these are much needed, especially with the accessibility and because we want to be that airport that everyone has the ability to have access to and be able to move through with ease. So it's not just, uh, though, making it accessible. There are also some other things that are going to be uh, improving uh, the experience for everyone, right? That is correct. And so with, um, with the ADA, as well as just opening up our bathrooms, our flooring, um, just making that ease and convenience and just making it a really nice place for travelers to start and end their journey. Um, There'll also, there'll be a strong focus on sustainability. And we just always want to remind everyone um, who's listening that no taxpayer dollars are used for this project. Um, We do have the entire project um, has its own dedicated website, which is elevatecosairport.com. And so you can go onto there, see renderings, see information about what we're doing, the different phases and what's to come. When you saw those renderings, what what struck you as being uh, something that made your eyes light up as far as a, an improvement coming through this modernization project? I would say just the openness of it all. Um, a lot of our travelers have seen what we've done on the public side of our airport, and it, it will be very similar to our concourse. 
to where we're going to be lifting those soft sets, removing that carpet, we're repainting everything and just making it full of light and life and it will just be absolutely stunning. Yeah, and it, it is, uh, when you think about it, such a great view, because you do get to look out over, uh, you know, Pikes Peak in the distance, and uh, especially at sunset, really nice way to end the day. I will say, I don't think there's any other airport in the U.S. that has a view quite like ours. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, so where can people go for more information if they'd like to find out about Elevate COS? It's elevatecosairport.com. Okay, so it's its own dedicated web page. Why did you decide to do that? I mean, is it is it just uh, so you can uh, guide people in a better way than on the airport's website? That is correct. And there are links on our website, but with this, we're able to update content. Um, and because it's going to be a three-year project, um, this gives us the ability to really dive into the details of the project, brand it as its own. And so it's kind of a standalone to focus on the different phases, what's to come, what's already happened, be able to um, more brand it into our into our modernization and to our project. All right. Well, we have much more to talk about with Aiden Ryan, uh, not just construction, not just growth, but also uh, the economic impacts of having uh, such a driver of transportation right here in our backyard. Keep on listening to The Extra. We're taking a short break. More from Colorado Springs Airport's Aiden Ryan when we come back. Welcome back to The Extra and our show today focused on the uh, exciting things happening with the Colorado Springs Airport. And Aiden Bryden is our guest. She is the Marketing and Communications Manager for Colorado Springs Airport, uh, named one of the best workplaces by the Gazette in 2023. 2022 and 2021. And uh, before we get to some of the subjects we're going to con- uh, talk about, Aiden, uh, how are job opportunities there at the air- airport? Uh, how would people find out about them? So the airport is kind of made up of a, a lot of different job opportunities. Um, so myself, um, for example, is actually a city position. And so any um, jobs within our business and administration or operations, um, field shop, as well as our airfield, um, those will all be found on the city's website. And then if listeners are interested in anything from like airline ticket counters to um, like work specifically for the airlines, like baggage handling, de-icing, anything like that, um, those are actually through the airline or their third-party vendor. All right. Okay, well, that may be a way to land a job at the best workplace or one of the best workplaces in Colorado Springs. Uh, Let's talk about, though, why people should travel Colorado Springs Airport. Uh, What are the reasons uh, that I know my reasons? In fact, I'm traveling out of there tomorrow. So um, I've got a trip that I've got planned, and I'm really excited to be uh, only having to drive a very short distance in order to hop on a plane. But why should people travel COS? That's exciting to hear that you are utilizing our airport tomorrow. Um, and happy travels to you. <laughs> so 
what we love about COS and what we continue to tell people is it's the easy access. Um, it's accessible from anywhere in Colorado Springs as well as Southern Colorado. And we're seeing a lot of people coming even from South Denver, Parker area, Larkspur, Monument, um, Castle Rock. And because of the ease and access of Colorado Small Airport. And we coin ourselves as small not because of size, but we're a, that small, friendly environment. It's kind of like when you're home, you're home, and that's your hometown airport. Um, there's short parking. It's a short walk to those lots. It's also very affordable parking. The lines are quick and easy. Um, we are just a 12-gate terminal, and so it's easy to find your gate, um, to grab a coffee or have something to eat or drink at um, one of the food courts or the bar area and be relaxed and ready for your trip. And the best part is, as well, is when you're home, you are home. So instead of having that really long drive after a great trip, you are just maybe 15 to 30 minutes away from your house and, and then you're home. So it's all about that start to finish experience. Right. I, I, I think I've shared with you, Aiden, before uh, I uh, went on a trip with a friend and um, I, I was looking for a budget trip and it was uh, to Seattle. And so on the return flight, I didn't really pay attention. You know, I thought, oh, it's a late night flight. It's a 930 flight. Not too bad. But I had forgotten about the time difference. So when you count that plus the travel time and I, we didn't arrive at DIA until after midnight, we didn't arrive to Colorado Springs uh, because we had to get our car out of the parking. So until, you know, in the wee hours and boy, I was kicking myself for not uh, not booking through Colorado Springs Airport uh, because it is so convenient, like you say, especially for those who live here in Colorado Springs. And and our, uh, we have a lot of people in surrounding areas in uh, Pueblo County and Teller County who uh, probably are, you know, weighing the options and looking at the um, much easier convenience that Colorado Springs Airport offers. Um, so it also, though... Uh, it, being that it is an airport, it's bringing people in. It's a definite driver of tourism to have such easy access. But how is that an engine for the economy of the community? So there's a couple different ways that we view it as that economic driver for the community. It's not only all the different types of workers that we do bring to the airport um, because of all the different services from the airlines all the way to um, the airport actual administration. But addition to that is as people come in, like all that tourism that we've been experiencing, um, that does fill the hotels, it fills the restaurants, the activities, it fills so many things that come through Colorado Springs as well as the rental cars. And Colorado Springs has our alert tax um, that directly goes, it, it, that is directly from tourism dollars. And by those tourists coming in through Colorado Springs Airport, renting a car, staying at a hotel in Colorado Springs, spending their money within our community, doing activities within our community, even if they do go elsewhere possibly after those two to three days within the Colorado Springs area, is um, it adds up when you have millions of visitors coming through each year. And the trends that we are seeing as you know before, we didn't have as many flights and a lot of people were flying into Denver and then just driving down for the day. Now, 
Um, Visit COS has done such an incredible job bringing tourism in. We've paired that with all of our options with our airport, and it's kind of a match made in heaven to where we're seeing people more frequently come through Colorado Springs Airport and then staying in the Colorado Springs region longer, which just boosts the economy for everyone. Right, right. And then addition- in addition to that is um, our business community as well. And as more and more businesses are popping up within Colorado Springs um, and then the travel between them and their headquarters might be elsewhere, we're seeing a lot of the active business community being able to use our airport as well. Yeah, you see that if you are anywhere around the airport around the time of the space symposium because uh, you see all those uh, people in uniform passing through. And so you know that they are utilizing that if they're not utilizing military flights. Um, and and so that makes it uh, a lot easier, especially as you pointed out, uh, once we get in June, that new route from uh, Baltimore, uh, what do they call BWI, Baltimore... I don't know what the name of the Baltimore International. Um, Baltimore, Washington, Thoroughgood International. Okay, there you go. So, or BWI. BWI for short, BWI. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Well, uh, anything else you would like our listeners to take away from this hour of conversation here, Aiden? I just really want to thank all of our listeners in our community for continuing to support the Colorado Springs Airport um, because of their support. This is why we we continue to have these flights and we continue to add new flights and these flights have been so successful and the airlines watch for that. And when we meet with our airlines, it's so exciting to give them a community update of what is happening in Colorado Springs, both our tourism um, and our business community. And they see how effective Colorado Springs is for their flights, for new routes. And as we're looking into the future, we're excited to bring more to the Colorado Springs Airport. And by utilizing those flights, whether they're nonstop or connecting flights, um, that is how we continue to grow our airport, bring down prices, and just add more options for users. So thank you to all of those 1.2 million people who have utilized the airport um, this last year. And we're really excited for 2024. And, and add a plus one to that for 2024's numbers since I'll be flying out of COS tomorrow. So I just want to thank uh, Aiden Ryan, our guest for today. The website she's mentioned, flycos.com, as well if you would like specific information on the concourse modernization project, you can go to elevatecosairport.com and that provides you with that project information, timelines, as well as what's being done and and those schematics, uh, the, the way that the uh, the builders are envisioning how that's all going to look once it's all done, which uh, offers us a vision of the future of our airport. It, it's nice to have an airport to feel proud of. And I think uh, most people in Colorado Springs have uh, come to the realization that this is an asset of which we can be very proud. Aidan Ryan, our guest for today, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Shannon. And to our listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this hour of conversation, shedding light on what's happening at the airport. That's the extra. Tom Martino is up after the break. We'll have another hour of conversation here on KRDO News Radio tomorrow, 9 to 10 a.m. Hope you join us then. Have a great day.